My dear brothers and sisters, our period of preparation for Easter is fast drawing to a close. We are soon to enter Holy Week, in which we contemplate Jesus, arms outstretched on the cross, embracing the world. So the liturgy of this fifth Sunday of Lent almost brings us to that mystery of Christ, a great mystery of the Christian faith that is about to be celebrated solemnly in Holy Week. In that week, we are invited to walk with Jesus in his passion. But the church proclaimed this gospel today. So to enter into Holy Week, not with a negative outlook of suffering only, but to share in Jesus' power to transform suffering and take us through to the joy of his resurrection. So I call on you to contemplate with me on Jesus' word when he says, Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Jesus gave us an image of the grain of wheat. This is to describe his coming death. The language is very similar, familiar, and we can easily understand what Jesus meant. But if we look at it, there is a contradiction in that phrase. A grain has to fall or die in order to produce fruits. A grain, when it falls to the ground, ends its being as a grain and is transformed into new life. It is a law, a law in the natural world that we see every day around us. But how are we to understand this in terms of our human lives? How are we to live and embody this gospel truth today? So as I contemplate on this passage, several familiar faces come into my mind that seems to embody and live this gospel message. The first image is by the name of Maximilian Kolbe. He was a priest imprisoned by Nazi Germany in Auschwitz in 1941. And one morning of July 1941, one of the prisoners escaped from the prison camp. And so the warden and the prison chief designated 10 men to be killed for a man escape. And as he picked out 10 men, one of the men cried out in desperation, Oh, if I am to die, what will be of my wife and children? So Father Kobe stepped out and asked to take the man's place. He was thrown into prison with the rest of the ten to be starved to death. And on the day of Father Maximilian Kobe's beatification, the prisoner and his family that was saved by Father Kobe's death came forward to witness his love and describe. 
the prisoners used to be selfish, close-minded, bullying new people and fighting for food. But after Father Kobe's death, the prisoners treated each other with affection, giving each other clothes and helping one another. Everyone admired and wanted to imitate the priest who dared to sacrifice his life for someone, someone unknown. In a sense, his death is a sense of salvation. And the second face that came to mind, a face that I think we all have seen and hold dear, is none other than Mother Teresa of Calcutta. This little nun resigned from the peaceful life, the comfortable life in the monastery. And with all her credential, her teaching credential, she resigned from it. And by herself, lived among the poor on the streets of Calcutta. She had nothing in her hand, nothing to give, but a simple and a kind and loving heart. She did not die heroically like St. Maximilian Kobe. But as she struggled to live with the poor, the abandoned, the outcast of society, she died each day of herself. But in that model life of acceptance to die of oneself daily, she touched and awakened the most beautiful and deepest part of the human heart and conscience. And so young woman was drawn to her flock to her and follow her to serve the poor and the outcasts. And together they formed the missionaries of charity. She died a life, a death that seems very peaceful in her old age. But if we observe carefully, she actually died daily in the humble service of love. Two examples. But I think if we are truly to reflect back into our hearts and into our lives, we will find more images and actually experience in which we experience this self-sacrificial love. For me, it's my father. Before we immigrated to the U.S., a lot of his friends and relatives actually told him not to go. They told him that while he is not rich, but still have the means to live and have relatives and friends to support him in case of any trouble. But if he moves, he will have to toil and suffer daily. And he have no friends and no relatives to support him. And so he might have to die alone. I, remind, I remember hiding on the stairway and listening to him. And he told them adamantly that I'm willing to die so that my wife and sons could live. I'm willing to die so that my sons could have the future to grow. And indeed, two weeks after we arrived in the U.S., 
my father passed away. But I thank him for his witness and sacrificial love. My brother and sister, those are but a few examples that allow us to understand a little more about the gospel message today. That if one dies driven by that self-sacrificial love, one produces much fruit. The faces of the people that we just contemplate are but reflection of the greatest sacrifice the crucified Jesus. The death of Jesus is a death that awakens the human conscience. We soon hear in the Gospel according to Mark that at the moment Jesus drew his last breath and bowed his head and died on the cross, the centurion and his men exclaimed, Truly, this was the Son of God. The death of Jesus awakens the human conscience and touches the deepest part of the human soul. If we reread the gospel according to Luke, we see it again at his last breath and his bow his head to die. All the people that saw what had happened returned home beating their breasts, beating their breasts in atonement and in transformation. The death of Jesus is clearly a sacrificial death for us, just as we profess in the creed, for our sins and for our salvation. Noticing that, we understand a little more clearly now what Jesus said today. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. So let us come together today and on the coming Holy Week with a positive outlook, not a negative view that stops on the emotional level that does not beckon change, but with a positive outlook that the passion of Christ is of salvific value. Dare to look upon the cross. Dare to look upon it and let it awaken our conscience to our pain, our hurt, and our sins. And so surrender ourselves to Christ, beckon a change in our hearts and in our lives. Let Jesus draw us into that grain of wheat. And that's accepting death every single day to self and to sin. And thereby transform into communion with Christ in life and spirit that will produce fruits for eternal life. Amen.